Hello and welcome to e-commerce uncovered. I'm your host, Matt Lady. Each and every week I get to talk with and learn from enthusiastic guests, freelancers, agency folks, in-house marketers, and founders, all in an effort to help you bootstrap your D2C brand profitably. We got two episodes a week, which will have you staying up to date on the ever-changing industry and learning fundamental concepts and tactics to apply to your brand. Enjoy the show. Today's episode, uh, this guest works with hundreds of brands, just raised $11 million, and his mission is to fuck coupon codes. Please welcome Oren Charnoff. Thanks for joining me, man. Longtime listener, first time caller. Happy to be here, Matt. What's up? What's up? We are, uh, we're here to talk about fucking coupon codes and cash back and all this fun stuff. So uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the history of the coupon? Do you want to start with what your actual company is called Fondue? I forgot to mention that. So uh, uh, where we started? Sure. sure. Let, let, <laughs> let's go with like a 20 seconds on Fondue. Fondue is an alternative discount to coupon codes. Instead of a pre-purchase incentive, shoppers are told throughout their, their journey that they're eligible to get cash back. And then post-purchase, they can either claim it or not. And then if they claim it, they can claim it as cash or site credit to greater value. This is awesome because it helps marketers build bigger lists, better engagement. It converts way more effectively. And it's we're talking about incremental profit. It's a strictly more profitable discount than horrible coupon codes. Um, so thanks for letting me state my thesis statement. And I kick it over to you. If you want me to go back to fondue history, coupon code history, let's get weird. Yeah. So you are trying to, you said something very interesting right before we started, uh, was discounts work, but coupon codes don't. So let's, let's go back into the thesis and kind of draw it out a little bit of why discounts work, but coupon codes online and for the internet and on these little smartphones don't work. Totally. So discounting is really important. It's an awesome way to engage shoppers to create the dopamine hits of winning. But the truth is not everybody needs the discount in order to convert, but the brands need the discount in order to engage the shoppers, right? Folks have different budgets or different incentives as to why they buy things. Um, and the problem with coupon codes is that they're just so damn easy to use. You're not, not going to go through and use them. Let's say, for example, Matt was selling blue hats uh, with trees on them or mattresses, right? And it says the mattress is comfortable and I want to buy a comfortable mattress. Wow, that mattress looks great. Oh, and it's 10% off with this code. I'm not, not going to copy and paste it. Or to a different extreme, even if I'm in checkout, maybe the shopper deserves the coupon code if they go to retail me not to copy and paste it, right? Because at least they did something. But it, did they need that in order to convert? And then the last piece is maybe it gets automatically injected. So brands lose profit every single time a coupon code is used, guaranteed, even if it didn't contribute to the revenue. And so for this reason, what we state is discounts are an incredible way to engage shoppers. Coupon codes are the best technology to lose profit, guaranteed, every single time. So when we spoke to brands, it's not that the brand said shoppers are addicted to coupon codes. They said that we are. So that's when we did, oh shit, we got a good idea for a business. We're going to build a new discount. Uh, so, so that's what we've done. So, uh, so those are some of the reasons why coupon codes are problematic while discounts are awesome. Yes. Okay. And discounts is one, 
lever to pull in your pricing strategy. It's one thing to consider. It's something to be conscious of. It's not, let's just blast out an email 20% off because I want I want to hit these, like, I want sales today to come through Klaviyo and get attributed to my email. And I want <laughs> I want money in my Shopify and I can show off my triple little screenshot and whatever. Like, that. that's like, that's discount code. That's just random sales, random discounts. It's not strategic. This is this is intentional. Um, you get ca- a cash back or store credit, and so there's two different ways to go about it. There or nothing. What or nothing or, or nothing. That's that's the key, right? Yeah. So 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 what I could say is for us with all the brands that we work with, shoppers, you know, post purchase they get the email that says you're eligible to claim your cash back. You get your discount post purchase, like we said. Uh, do you want some money? And despite getting the push notifications, some shoppers simply choose not to claim it. It's about half, which is pretty crazy because that's margin that the brands get to recover systematically every time. And then we've got a good chunk, about 20% of shoppers are claiming site credit, which means that you're actually turning discounts into reconversion. And then of course, plenty of people claim cash and that's super legit. Uh, you want to pay them in a good expeditious way, just like you promised that you would. But given this is way more profitable, the brands can actually now discount more aggressively. Just like you can get those volumes and the engagements of a BFCM because the discounts are steeper. But now like the shoppers are self-actualizing and saying, hey, do I actually care to redeem it or not? Um, So instead of trying to understand who needs a coupon or what's the least I can give to everybody, like you just believe in liberty and people get to choose if they want to claim it or they don't. And then you get to re-engage with them post-purchase. What's the best way we can give you this discount, if at all? Yes, it's it's more uh, more power back to the people, so to speak. It's not just, oh, 10% off right away uh, that you really wanted it or not. It's cash back, cool. It's a discount for the like store credit, like you said. Or if they don't want to take the 5, 10, 15 seconds, then that's up to them, you know? Uh, or it's not even the 5, 10, 15 seconds. It could be the 5, 10, or 15 bucks. On a $100 purchase, did the $5 really matter? Statistically, we found no, <laughs> right? Plenty of folks aren't going to claim it. Uh, and of course, m- many do, and that's totally great. Um, as opposed to beforehand, if you used a coupon code, you would lose $5 every single time. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed, yeah. You're just like, oh, here you go, like down the drain. Guaranteed. Uh, and there's no, there's no guarantee that actually helped or was needed to convert people. Right. And what I would say is if you look at our LTV data of shoppers, whether they claim the cash back, whether they claim it as cash or as site credit or not at all, we're actually seeing LTV boosts. Why? Because number one, you're doing full price sales. It's map compliant. Number two, you're, you're turning 20% of these shoppers into site credit holders where then the marketer can re-engage them and say, hey, don't leave money on the table. Don't forget to use your site credit. So we're seeing in these 30, 60, and 90-day windows, the repurchase rates, but ultimately the AOVs, growing, whether or not it's redeemed or not. And that's exactly what you said. Not everyone cares. And that's super legit. The brand shouldn't lose margin when they don't know if the shopper does or doesn't care. Right. Wow. Okay. So then they get store credit. And then you hit them up in 25, 30 days, 45 days. Hey, you still got store credit. Uh, your product might be out by now. We just launched something new. Come back and use it. Totally. Or it could be at a period where you're not running a discount. 
so that you could get volume during the, uh, the non-promotional season. Or we see some brands who just choose not to email their shoppers. They enjoy that margin till it's ever claimed. That's totally fine. We have no opinion as a SaaS company, but uh, these brands get to leverage this post-purchase engagement and part of this continual commerce trend in a really meaningful way. It's almost like these returns tools, right? You go through a funnel, you want an exchange, a different color, a different size, it's like credit. You're turning what used to be a low level of effort of a pre-printed return slip into a post-purchase discussion. We're taking discounts where coupons are dumb old technology and turning them into a relationship. Why did you convert? Oh, you want the discount? Phenomenal. What's the best way we can give it to you? Oh, you love value? You love the brand? We'll give you even more site credit as opposed to just leaking coupon codes with these low level of efforts. Because if you look at how the way that the coupon started, most people attribute it actually to Coca-Cola. So if you think about how, how coupons work, you would see an advertisement in the newspaper uh, or in the yellow pages, and you would have to do something to get the discount. You would have to cut it out, bring it to the store, and then buy it. And then something crazy happened called the internet, where distribution became so efficient there was no behavioral economics of self-selection on coupons. Coupons never graduated for digitally native brands and digitally native shoppers. So it hurts brands' margins terribly. Uh, so what we thought is we can totally bring back the whole behavioral economics of engagement leading to value as opposed to literally doing nothing to enjoy these markdowns at the cost of businesses' uh, profitability. And uh, so again, almost anything can can trace back to Coca Cola when you're talking about yeah. business and marketing and all this stuff. So that was a, that was a great little story there, uh, the history of it. So um, what also popped into my mind was Starbucks, where they have their app and people pay and load up that <laughs> load up their money on the app, and then so much of it actually is never used or is just sitting there. Totally. And so yeah. that's similar, or like oh, similar, but it's not quite the same, but. Um, it's, that's what came to mind as well. Yeah, no, site credit is something that's really valuable for us. It's, it's kind of a feature. Um, we think about the reconversion, the re-engagement of the shopper where, you know, five, 10 years ago, if you said shoppers are going to love tracking their shipment, you would say, why? But now it's like this incredible re-engagement opportunity. This is stating before you give someone a discount, like have a discussion, build the relationship. So part of that is site credit. Part of that, you love the brand, you love the value. Some of it is you just want to claim your cash. Phenomenal. We told you we would. We're going to pay it to you immediately. Um, and it's important to know who doesn't engage in that discussion because that shopper might not care about discounts in the future. Mm, true. Okay. So th that makes sense. And I think uh, something you said about five or 10 years ago about like people caring about tracking the shipments, all this stuff. And I think I think it's it's really closely tied, and this is just a total theory I'm making up on the spot. Is that with social media, everyone's like wanting to post and make like care about show off their life and document their life, and like, look, I got this cool new package, I'm flexing, or like, oh, I got this new stuff, or whatever. And so that's like this like feedback loop of wanting to track that, so then they can show it off and they know when to post or when to expect it. Uh, so that's like a little more vain side of things, or just tactically, like, oh, I'm tracking my shipment, so porch pirates don't steal <laughs> steal my order when it when it comes, you know. So that's kind of the other side of it. So 
Um, no, the, the, the behavior of shoppers are strictly different than they used to be. Coupons are unchanged since that first Coca-Cola one, right? Uh, someone needs to build discounts for the digitally native brand and the digitally native shopper. Yes. So, no, absolutely. So, uh, it seems like that's, um, it's been going well and you guys have worked with hundreds of brands. So, um, there's one thing that you mentioned that you wanted to kind of get into a little bit more is focusing on like this welcome series. And it's like this pivotal kind of entry point into the brand. But as of right now, most brands are, you get on the site from a Facebook or an Instagram ad, you get on the site, you're there for five seconds at most or little sometimes pop up, give me your email, give me your phone number, discount baby. And I need both phone and email or else you're not getting it. I'm withholding this from you. <laughs> so like what, what are you guys trying to like do differently than that? That's kind of the norm right now. Totally. Look, we absolutely have the ambitions to replace every coupon code that brands use. And for some of our brands, after they've used us for enough, then they begin to do that. They use us for Black Friday affiliates, ad influencers. But every single brand that we work with, we insist on starting in the welcome series. Because while I can be an enthusiastic founder proselytizing why fondue is a more delicious alternative than coupon codes, I want to build trust with a brand, right? And, and there's a lot of behavior on learning of coupon codes because it's just been a cost of business. And like we said, brands are addicted to them. So the power of the welcome series is be it powered by Clavio or Attentive or someone else, you can A-B test it. And the control is your existing welcome series. And then the test is simply editing the words, you know, 20% off and doing it as cash back instead. And, and then you can measure the full funnel. Is there a list growth? Do you get more subscribers because of this discount type? What's the revenue, the conversion rates? You know, how much revenue is being driven from the test versus a control? What's the profitability of this? You can look at our redemption data and you can see the site credit, the unclaimed. And the last piece is, and, and then what's the LTV? You know, do shoppers buy more or less or the same 30, 60, 90 days out? And, and then once we hit some of these metrics, that's when the brands then really begin to drink the Kool-Aid and then we graduate from the welcome series of a third-party arbiter of a Clavio and Attentive of the world, which is third-party that does this testing. And then the brands then have that conviction to do it in mailers, ads, influencers, and affiliates. So the welcome series is an incredible neutral territory to build trust. It's something that marketers, be it in-house or out-house, optimize for list growth, revenue growth. And if you're a marketer and you can speak to your CEO or you're an agency and you can speak to your client about incremental profit, on the most profitable channel, retention marketing anyways, like, let's fucking go. Uh, so, uh, so those are the key <laughs> metrics of the welcome series, list growth, revenue growth, and profitability. We, we love the AB test, bring it on. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that makes a ton of sense. And customers are, and shoppers are starting to get used to, they're used to that behavior and they're, it's like almost standard of like, Oh, yep. The pop-up came up 10%, 20%. Cool. Great. Like I personally, and again, I'm not speaking for everyone or saying this is the right way to shop. I'm clicking X out of all of those damn pop-ups. I want to know what your product is, the price, the ingredients, how to use it before I even worry about the discount. Like, like, like you're interrupting my experience. Sometimes I'll just be like, nope, get out of here and I'll leave. I'll just leave. Like, totally. Look, so. <laughs> so 
I would actually state, in fact, a majority of shoppers do not use a coupon code on their first purchase, but from the data that we see, it's a little bit more than 40%. So it is, so, so while you're saying you're not speaking for everyone, you actually are speaking for the majority, right? People want to build a relationship with a brand. Even for those who opt into the email, you really don't know their incentive to purchase before or after. So why not make it a cashback, give them the dopamine hit of winning, give them the opportunity to save, and, and, and then see if they claim it or they don't. And then if they claim it, give them more value as a site credit to bring them back for next time. So I, I think actually that coupon codes don't know how to discriminate between who desires and who doesn't the, uh, the discount. And brands are paying for that because they just don't know differently. And especially um, we're recording at the end of 2022. This, will, this episode will come out uh, in January 2023. Happy New Year. Get- Happy New Year. Uh, you're getting squeezed on all sides already. Uh, shipping costs always go up and down. Fulfillment, the production, uh, f- paying the Zucks bucks and the Google tax and all this stuff. And this app and this other tool and all this stuff like is just squeezing your already... Uh, <laughs> e-commerce businesses are not very fun cash cow businesses for the for most in most cases they're very much cool i just made this money i have to invest most of it or all of it back into inventory so that i can keep making money so you're already getting squeezed on all sides here so uh the cash back and the uh, site credit will help you alleviate some of that stress and some of this margin loss from uh, fucking coupon codes and not exactly um... <laughs> look, look yeah. I, I think two things like growth at all costs is over both from lenders buyers and investors into brands you know and and, and some brands don't even know how to spell is it ebitda 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 right like they have to optimize for profitability which is a really healthy thing but but for some people it, it is actually a new optimization for them to keep in mind and then to your point it is the end of 2022 the beginning of 2023 and, and the coupon code addiction is just getting steeper. We've got data that shows that the most common discount value in 2021 was 10%. The most common discount value in 2022, again, this is from our data and from our survey that by the time this is launched, hopefully we'll include a link of that, uh, the report below on discounting. Um, the average discount value in 2022 was 15%. Wow. Brands are actually bleeding margin more than ever. And I think there's probably a ton of reasons for that. Um, economic downturn, recession, credit, cost of goods, all this stuff. And it's so like, ah, how do we how do we market better? Oh, don't worry about that. Just 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 increase the discount. <laughs> like, give yeah. more money off. That that that'll convert them. But and, and, and it does. That's called Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Father's Day, Mother's Day. You know, uh, National Paperclip Day. They make stuff up in order to discount. So that's the power of cashback. If half the people generally don't claim, 20% take site credit, 30% claim it as cash, your discount costs are actually a third what they were beforehand. Almost every brand that uses cashback increases the discount value. So you go from often 10% off to 20% back. You can bet, just like you know, if you increase your discount value, it increases list size, revenue, conversions, but if 20% back only gets redeemed a third of the time, that's an average discount cost per conversion of 6.5% compared to 10%. So that's 3.5% margin 
but you grow your list and your revenue because you're offering 20%. This is an, right. and, and the shoppers get the liberty to choose. Do I want the savings? Do I want more value? No, I don't give a shit. And that's awesome for the brands to know these shoppers that are happy with full price sales. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. That makes sense. So say if I don't sign up for the welcome series, I did go buy a Matt's blue hat or a Stumptown mattress and I didn't sign up for the welcome series. I converted, I bought the hat or this mattress can brands still then say, hey, by the way, you're eligible for cash back? You're eligible for store credit? Or is it like... It's up to the brand. Not it's that? up to the brand. Up to the brand? It's, it's totally up to the brand. Look, I think you should A-B test everything. Um, this isn't something that we have seen, which is a delightful surprise. Um, uh, but it's, it's worth testing. Um, so maybe we'll... I don't know about your mattress store, but we could test it with your blue hat. Yeah. Yep. Um, probably a little more uh, order volume coming in with the blue hats. Yeah. Um, so okay. So we we've, we we covered a little bit about the history of the coupon. Why you you want to fuck uh, coupon codes? Why cashback and store credits better? You've given some examples and some data, but what what's like another case study or example of a brand, and whether you can name the brand or not but just kind of more concrete uh, like data and numbers behind the change of like, oh, we started taste, we started tasting fondue and we're now we're just like pouring it. We're the fondue funnel, fondue, fondue fountain. Like we're just like, we love it. And it's working so well for them. So I, I want to hear sure. another example. Totally. So, so I can give you an example of a, uh, of a eight digit Shopify plus Apple watch accessory brand. Um, who uh, I don't know when this is going to come out or not, because then with timing with the case study. Uh, but, but what we did with this brand uh, is we ran the A-B test of 10% off versus 20% back. Um, and then what, what happened, and they do, when I say they do eight digits, it's tens of millions, not 10 million. Yeah. Bootstrap, you know, immigrant founders, you know, super cash flow conscious from the beginning. They're living off of this. It's no one else's dollars, but their own. They put into it, never took a loan. It's incredible. Um, and the, what we started off with them is let's just test this 20% back versus 10% off. And so what we saw on the, on the AB test, and I think it was Clavio, um, is that we grew their list. I think it was by 19% list growth, which is awesome because they love the retention marketing play. Uh, that's why people discount on that pop-up. Although Matt doesn't click it, you know, uh, lots of people do. Um, uh, and, and then the next piece that we saw with them was that we grew their welcome series revenue by 31% for a number of reasons. The first reason is they were doing full price sales. The second reason is they had a bigger list. The third reason is the conversion rate was higher because it's strictly a better deal. Um, and then we took a look to see the redemption data. And they had, a, uh, I think it was something like a third of their shoppers were claiming we're redeeming their eligible cash back as site credit. And then they turn that into a different segmented list, never to email them a discount again, but created a totally new flow for their agency to create that was focused on the retention marketing of telling site credit holders to use it. About a third claimed it as cash and about a third, I think didn't claim it at all. So they got to enjoy more profit. And then we took a look at 30, 60, 90 day repurchase rates. 
this is what they use on Black Friday. This is what they use with influencers. This is what they use with ads. This is what they use for the post uh, mail, uh, which is just called a mail. I don't know what post mail is, but um, <laughs> special mail. But um, this is generally like the flow that we like to see. Build trust, measurable results, get your agency involved. We love agencies. Um, and, and then graduate to you know replacing all these coupon codes because cashback doesn't leak. The last thing is they, they do sell multi-channel. Uh, they're also on the Amazons of the world and in retail. The challenge with couponing and markdowns is if you do it on one channel, you need to offer it on all of them. This is MAP compliant. This is a full price sale with a post-purchase kickback. So this is totally, totally kosher, regardless of the amount of channels that you're selling on, because we're not manipulating the price. We're just giving the kickback you know, post-purchase. So uh, for them, that was also super valuable because, you know, your channel partners can get pretty frustrated if they pay for the education and you, you know, undercut them on your D2C site. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they just go convert because, oh, it's, it's cheaper. Well, it's not, it's not, they just, it's a full price sale where, you know, you've got this post-purchase kickback. Yep. No, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, and that's, yeah, that's like a, that's a really good example of an Apple watch brand doing tens of millions of an accessory, dollars. Yeah. It's an accessory. It's bootstrapped. You said immigrant founders, like the, every dollar for everyone, I can't speak for everyone, but, uh, <laughs> the, every it's, dollar matters. Incremental <laughs> like, profit. Incremental profit is the sexiest thing that for brands right now, because it matters more than ever. Yeah. For some brands who were never venture funded or subsidized their growth, this has been their disposition from day one. For others, this is new learned behavior. Um, um, <laughs> and this is a fairly passive way to get it done. Yes, that's the thing. It's like, this is a, it's a, it's a decently sized lever to pull and you don't have to like check on it every day and nurture it like your Facebook ad campaigns or like your Google or, oh, we have to send a new email email campaign next week. Like you set this up, you monitor it, you, you change things out every once in a while, you set up a new test, but it's not as hands-on and time consuming. Yeah. Look, we're excited to grow with the brands that you're running and managing and advising. Um, we're, we're really pleased with our growth. Um, it, it's a fun time to be at fondue. By the way, Matt, yeah. when I say fondue, do you think of cheese or chocolate? <sighs> Gut reaction is chocolate. And where do you live? Livermore in the, out, an hour outside of the, uh, San Francisco. So most Americans say chocolate. Most Europeans say cheese and most Canadians say cheese, but then they say maybe also chocolate, but I'll go with cheese. So the, his the history of fondue is the Swiss army. They had a bunch of stale cheese, a bunch of soldiers. I was like, what can we do with it? Well, we'll melt it and see if it tastes good. And then because their hands were dirty, they used a bunch of sticks. So that was the first fondue was made during war. I don't remember which one. Wow. Okay. That's, that was, that was an awesome history lesson. You're uh, welcome. You're welcome, world. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, listeners. Uh, holy crap. Okay. Yeah. Choc Maybe that just says more about America, about like chocolate or cheese. Than yeah, no, it, it totally uh, does. Totally does. We'll, we'll see. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. So 
What's what's another what's another example or use case that you've you've seen or have helped implement or helped thought of that wasn't initially in your box of like oh this is what fondue is for and like this is what we expect to happen. I'm sure there's been some case or some brand has been like oh we actually used it this way and you're like whoa we hadn't thought about that. I'm sure that's come up. Yeah. So, so... I want to hear it. Yeah, so look, it's a startup, so it's pretty on the outside, but it's, you know, it's uh, uh, the way the sausage gets made isn't always so pretty on the inside. Our first brands who gave us their trust, this was like every day we had something new happen um, where, you know, you had shoppers who would claim the cash back and then return the product. And we're like, oh, shoot, this is double dipping. And so now, you know, we have it that the shopper can claim their cash back immediately but the money goes out only after the return period, right? So, so we've learned like along the way, and we've had enough reps. You know, we've processed you know millions of these transactions at this point. Um, but the thing that surprises uh, uh, me is we saw a brand do paid search and PLA on Google, where the paid search ad was twenty percent cash back from some golf brand. Um, and <laughs> I had a friend of mine send me a message like, dude, you have a competitor. I said, no, that's actually us uh, who's powering that. So I thought you said you were only doing it for the welcome series. Well, we were, then the brands are taking our cashback ETMs and they're putting it with ads, influencers and affiliates. Um, but it was funny when like my co-founder and I freaked out, there's other people building this, uh, which is totally fine, right? Great ideas in the Shopify app ecosystem. It, it's a really efficient market. Uh, bring it on. Uh, facilitating these payments are hard. And a lot of legal and compliance. Um, yeah. But uh, we, we had a scare uh, where we thought, like, when we launched one of our first brands, how did we miss? There was someone else doing this, but it was us. It was us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and we've had, that's we've had one brand. Because... We have one brand who took our cashback UTM links and printed them on QR codes and in their retail store gave it to shoppers and they put up their own sign that they were doing cash back. And then um, we had these shoppers who didn't purchase through Shopify who were claiming cash back. So then we had to figure out what to deal with it. So uh, we are graduating also to, to retail, but the core of what we're doing is totally Shopify, totally US oriented uh, or US dollars for now. Uh, and we really, 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 really only start on the welcome series. Yeah, and that's so. Um, yeah, it's funny that you're like, oh crap! Like, <laughs> someone's it's, someone else is out there doing our stuff, but it's just you guys. It's just the brand uh, on the ad. That's funny. So, um, gonna start landing the proverbial podcast plane and start wrapping it up. Uh, a couple more things is about the ad, uh, like influencers and affiliates. So. Typically, okay, hey, influencer, we're going to give you product, we're going to give you cash, we're going to give you uh, or cut back of however many sales you bring in using your code. Like, how are you guys able to do that still, <laughs> but with yeah. cash back or store credit? The, the cash back have dynamic UTM links. You can assign the links associated to specific campaigns, be it different parts of your welcome series, funnel, cart, browser, abandonment paid ads, influencers, affiliates, PLA in this state. 
Um, so you still get the attribution, but you don't get any misattribution. These are dynamic UTMs. They by nature don't leak. Coupon codes do. Um, uh, so you get to enjoy the attribution piece of this UTM link was designed for this influencer. Uh, but uh, there's no injecting UTM links into carts and right. check out like there are coupon codes. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. And so then that, especially when you're paying for it or you're partnering with it or <clears throat> a case where there's typically margin on both sides, uh, give 10%, get 10% off, right? With, with, with something like fondue, it's, oh, if they opt into it, and you're still, so you're saving margin, you can like save margin that way still. Totally. So, and you can discount yeah. more aggressively, which just strictly works. It's called BFCM, steeper discounts, leads to bigger lists, more engagement, more revenue, and with cashback, more profit. It's no longer a negotiation between the marketer and the CFO of what's the steepest discount we can afford. It's we just can't afford not to be using cashback. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think... Uh... A lot of people just what that last line again is the marketer and the CFO don't need to get into arguments and uh, butt heads about the margin and oh, how much discount can we afford? You just you can't afford not to use cashback. Correct. As a marketer uh, to go to your yeah. as a marketer to go to the executives and talk about profit, as the agency to go to your clients and speak about incremental profit. This is what people want to hear, but not at the expense of growth. Yeah. Wow. And that, that's so that's another more sustainable way, hopefully, that you can keep growing and profiting uh, incrementally from what you're already doing. Um, so and if, I think the last thing I just want to say or mention is that this is a new thing, relatively speaking. Totally. Uh, and so what I was getting at earlier and kind of got off track was the, oh, 10% off right away that comes in. 20% off on pop-up. This is, oh, cash back, store credit. It's a pattern interrupt. It's just different than what you've been seeing over and over and over. So yeah, that I, might be that might be part of it. It might be the value of the higher value of the what you're providing. So I think it's just a, it's a great thing to test out and try out for your brand. Yeah, look, it's a big behavior change. BNPL, everyone thought, who's going to want to do, think about money longitudinally, track your shipment, Go to, go to a returns portal. Like all of these were like considered fundamental changes uh, and, and they were, right? Um, and it's about one out of five or one out of six transactions online are sold with a discount. Um, this is a really, really core piece of e-commerce. And I'd argue the biggest profit loss center and the biggest payments category that no one's talking about, which are these fucking coupon codes. Fuck coupon codes. Discounts work. Coupon codes don't. <laughs> long live uh, cash back. Long live cash back. Get fondue. long live cash back. <laughs> Get fondue. So that's uh, where where we've landed. You've we've talked about it enough. But last thing, where where are we sending people? What's what's the call? What's the plug? Look. So firstly, uh, I imagine you're going to include a link below uh, so folks can find out there. Uh, you can go to getfondue.com. You could find me on Twitter. You could find me on LinkedIn. You could find me on the streets here in Tel Aviv. Um, uh, but uh, super excited uh, to connect with anyone. Um, 
And uh, thanks so much for having me on, Matt. It's been so great. Matt is super accessible. Uh, he is uh, someone who's put in so much work to build up uh, what he's doing professionally and personally. And as we've been thinking about how we can do our go-to-market, at first I was, you know, just uh, politely stalking Matt uh, on Twitter and seeing the way that he's grown his presence. Uh, and like, congrats to you on like the platform and the accessibility that you have at the same time. So thanks for including us. Yeah, you bet. You're welcome. I appreciate the uh, polite stalking. Uh, it's much better than uh, the not so polite stalking. That's uh, for yeah, another yeah. episode. But yeah. I think one of the first international, maybe one of the first international guests. So I'll have to keep, I'll keep that up. So I appreciate your time. Appreciate you educating us. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I love being able to do this, continue to learn and meet people in this industry. Every rating, review, and episode you share with a friend means so much to me as I'm bootstrapping this show as part of my media brand, High Key Geek. If you haven't checked out my other show, Brand Builders, you should. It's with myself and Tom Brown and Richie Mashiko. Two times a week, we talk in a much more casual setting and we think out loud, we brainstorm, and we share our lessons as we continue to operate and run businesses in the DTC space today. We're not, we didn't exit, we didn't just consult and advise now, and we don't, we're in the trenches as we, like every day still. So we're learning in real time and sharing it with you as we go. That's Brand Builders on High Key Geek YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Catch you next time.